0: Welcome to another episode of the No Degree Podcast. Today I'm gonna how to interview with my co-founder Andre, and we're really gonna go into how to prepare for an interview. So let's say you got called back, you passed the HR filters, you got the interview. Now, a lot of people sort of get nervous and they are not sure of what to do. So Andre and I. So, so, what's up, Andre? What's going on, Janai? How's it going? Yeah, so you've had a, you've had your fair share of interviews, right? So
1: yeah, I I I've had a ton of interviews. And, you know, just to start it off, so it's totally fine to be nervous people. You know, it's, it's a nerve-wracking thing. It definitely can be, but that's why we're here. We're here to help you, and we're here to end, end all that. So, let's get started. Okay. So, I've had plenty of interviews in the past, and one of the main things that you should do, like, first, when you start preparing, is look into the company that you are going to be interviewing with. Look at the company and look at the people you're going to be interviewing with if you can. Um, You want to make sure that, well, if if you know who that person is, you can reach out to the person who offered you the interview and ask them who you'll be interviewing with or whatever the case may be, but try to get that information and as much information about the company as you can.
0: Yeah. Again, research is your friend. The more research you do, the higher your chances are. I would say, Obviously, the starting point is the company website. Check out their careers page. Check out the about us page. Look at any awards they've won. These will definitely help you when they ask you certain questions, like why do you want to work here. And you can say, "Hey, I saw that you're the best place for working mothers. I saw that you have you really care about your volunteering efforts. That you really donate to certain causes. So really, just research and check out forums. Right? I think you've learned a lot of things." Checking out different forums.
1: Yes, forums are probably one of the best places to get very specific information. So if it's information specifically tailored to a job posting or a career or into whatever it may be, something that you're interviewing for, there are going to be people who are also interviewing and they're going to give you very helpful tips. So it's definitely look into forums. It's definitely out there, whatever the interview is, wherever it is, there's a forum for it. If for whatever reason you don't see it on the forum, look at Glassdoor. Our store has tons of reviews about benefits, sick days, uh, how to interview questions, and some of the answers. There's tons of resources. So, yeah, forums and try to look. Just research it, just as nine said.
0: Again, research. Again, I know I sound like a broken record, but research is your friend. That's what's going to set you apart. If you don't research a company, they're just going to assume whether even though if it's not accurate, they're just going to assume you don't care about the position. Right. They just judge you based on that. So whatever power you have. Also, another thing, right, forums are also good. If you know someone who works at the company, if you know someone who has worked at that company, even if you know someone who has worked in a similar role, you can get a lot of inside info. Right. Right. I think reach out to your network, see if you know anyone, see if your friends know anyone. I think when I interviewed for a certain position, I knew someone at the company, and again, he gave me a lot of helpful info of how the interview structured, because sometimes even knowing what you're about to go through is enough to sort of ease your mind into it. Right. Yep. This
1: is true. Definitely
0: true. And another thing that I'm going to say is if they call you back for an interview, that means most likely you are qualified to do the job. Think about it. It costs the company money to interview someone. They have to pull out several people from work, take an hour or two out of their day at separate times and interview, right? So most of the time people are getting paid, whatever, let's say 50 to $80 an hour after benefits and the cost of the space and all right. that. So yeah. just interviewing a person costs the company several hundred dollars. Right. Now, if they're booking hotel rooms and they're doing other things, they're taking you out to lunch. It's even more money. Right. <laughs> so when you get an interview, go in with the mindset that you have a shot. Now you just have to sort of convince them that you're worth
1: hiring. So. Yes. Right. I, at this point, they just want to see your personality. They want to see that you are someone that they can work with on a daily basis. They can communicate with you and you know, you'll understand. That's what it is at this point. Once you get past the filter, like Janai just mentioned a moment ago, it means that you're qualified. You're, you're, you're okay to do the job. They believe that you can do the job. They just want to see what type of person you are.
0: Yeah. So now we're going to just go over. So typically in an interview, there are some common questions you they ask you. Anything on your resume is fair game. So I repeat, anything on your resume is fair game. So if you put it on your resume, they are allowed to ask you. So make sure that you can ask it. You can answer it. Because if you can't answer something on your resume, they are just gonna assume yeah. you're lying, and once they
1: once it's you lose yeah, okay, once you lose that, yeah. you'll just the whole interview will <laughs> just go in a different direction. It's over. Don't get embarrassed, people. Don't get called out. This is very embarrassing for not only you, but for the interviewer. It's a very awkward thing. Just avoid it. Whatever you put on your resume, make sure you can explain it to the T. Yeah, hundred percent. Make sure you know what's going on.
0: May, and another thing. So when you're preparing for an interview, that make sure that you have a lot of questions already answered, right? So if anything on your resume, it's like, hey, what? why did you choose this major? What did you learn from this place? What was the time you struggled? Make sure you have those questions already answered because if you take some time to answer it's just gonna show a lack of confidence and then a lack of confidence is just gonna have them assume a lot of negative things about you and anything negative about you, it's just going to hurt you. Remember, the goal of the interview is to sell yourself. You have to show your experience and you have to sell yourself. You have to show them why are you good for the job, what experiences in the past have, have sort of given you the skills to be a good candidate. So anything that's unique about you, make sure you sell yourself. I think a lot of people forget that they have a lot of experience and they don't really know what you did at your last job.
1: Yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. And not only that... They don't know you in general. It's very important to understand that you don't have to go in acting like a robot with very candid answers. Try to be yourself. If you have interesting facts in your life or you've done interesting things, you can lead the interview into that, or even list it on your resume. And, you know, other field. What do they call that on the resume? Like oh, activities, interest, interest. Yeah. So. Yeah, just be, be a regular person. Don't go in with a mindset of just, you know, very candid, straight answers, you know, be nervous. That's what makes you nervous when you're just trying to memorize these very robotic answers. Remember, just be yourself, be open and go in there, just being able to explain the job.
0: Yeah. So this actually reminds me. Now, he said, don't be robotic. Now, oftentimes, we answer these questions, right? We may write them down. I'm going to say, Andre helped me interview. This was approximately, what, five years ago. I forget. A while back. And what really helped me was that I practice saying my answers out loud. I think oftentimes we have these answers written down and when it comes out of our mouth, it's completely different. We'll say, hey... Uh, At my (laughs) last job, I did this and I did this. And the thing is, in our heads, it comes out perfect. But when it comes out of our mouth, we have so many things that we want to say or we want to say in several different ways that it just comes out as a blob. And it Mm -hmm. just makes makes you look different. So oftentimes, it's sort of counterintuitive that you want to sound natural. But the most natural-sounding people have said the the answer several times. You're not going to be natural your first interview. Right. Interviewing is a skill. Right. right? So it's something that you can get better at. And if you get better at it, it only helps you. It only helps you. And it's the difference between getting a job that you want or having to apply to, again, because I'm pretty sure all of us have experienced it online. It's hard to apply for jobs. It's you got to go through these resume filters and all that. So when you do get the interview, you have to make sure you take it seriously and you sell yourself. because. Depending on how well you sell yourself, that'll change how much money they may offer you. They may have originally said, Hey, you know what? We budgeted 80,000 for this position, but this guy really knows this stuff. We're going to give, we could go 90,000 or 100,000. Or sometimes you may do so well that they may give you a different position than the one you're interviewing for. For example, one of my former managers, he interviewed for, let's say, an analyst level position. And what ended up happening was they saw he had enough experience and they were like, Well, you know what? We have this other manager position open and the pay was significantly higher, you know, definitely like ten to twenty thousand different, maybe even thirty thousand difference. So again, it's because he was able to sell his experience, he was able to show that he had the experience. Just overall, that he was a decent guy to work with.
1: Right, right. And Speaking of experience and going back a little bit into research, at a point in my life, I worked for a large public agency and they published their whatever work that they did online for the public to see. When I interviewed for that place, I saw the prior cases that they listed online and I read through all of them. I read through all the current ones. I made sure that I understood them in and out and the point that they were trying to make, whatever was going on. When I interviewed, I brought all these cases up and they loved it. They couldn't believe that I spent the time reading cases that they published that usually only, uh, attorneys or people in a certain profession would read. So it was very interesting. They loved it and I got the job, you know, none, nonetheless, I got the job. And I really think it's because they saw how enthusiastic I was. And, you know, I put in the effort to read through these cases and, and basically explain to them what they were doing. So yeah, definitely do your research, people. Also, when you're answering interview questions,
0: another thing is don't be long-winded. A lot of people make the mistake. You have to answer the question enough, take a few sentences, make sure a common thing, a common tactic is called the STAR method, which is situation, task, action, result. First, describe the situation, show the task that you were assigned, show the action that you performed, and the result. So you can describe the situation. And then let's say you were assigned a task. I had to complete this report within three hours, right? Show the actions. And normally it takes 10 hours, whatever, five hours to do it. So show the action you took that. Hey, you did this. You realized that you could shortcut it, that you had some previous reports that you could use and piggyback off of and show the result that you produced this report in two hours. So again, always show the result. Try to quantify in numbers. If you said, Hey, You know what? Normally, the average salesman brought in 10 leads a week. I brought in 15. I brought in 20. Show that. Show actual numbers because people can understand numbers versus if you said, I did it better. Show them how. Don't tell. Show. How did you do it better? If a report normally took 20 hours, but your automation brought it down to eight, that's 12 more hours you save them. Remember, a company is there, is interviewing you because they want to see if you can either... Make them more money or save them cost right. and do the task. So really understand, figure out where, what you're good at. If you're good at automation, if you're good at presenting, if you're good at just whatever the job entails, make sure you answer it. And again, don't go long winded. So answer the question. If they want to follow up, they'll ask you to explain more or give more detail. So don't, again, it's a conversation. And again, think of a conversation. One person shouldn't be holding. It should be back and forth. Right. And also remember, Another thing, so let's go back. The common interview question, right? Tell me about yourself. Yeah. So I know you've interviewed people. So what would you say is a good answer? And what what mistakes have you seen people
1: make? This goes back into what I've said moments ago about being too robotic. You know, if they say, tell me about yourself, I would just give a very robotic answer about how, you know, you went to school. You pass these exams and now you're looking for work. You know, great. That's, that's not anything important. Talk about your life experiences. Let them tell them about you. You are a unique person. You've gone through your own journey in life. You've done your own things. Tell them about you and the things that you enjoy. They want to see a human being that can produce results, not necessarily a robot. So when I was asked that question, I gave a true answer. I told them all my interests and stuff that I like. And anyone listening to this and have heard me on a previous episode, I mentioned about working for a microscope company. The way I got that job was about talking about stocks. Nothing about anything that had to do with the job at all. I met this guy, and you know, he asked me my interests. I said, "Oh, you know, right now I'm looking into a few stocks." He asked me what stocks. I mentioned them, and then he made a joke about you know owning Berkshire. And you know, for those of you who trade stocks, they have two stocks, two classes of stocks, A and B. I joked around and asked him, "Hey, do you own B? The you know the more expensive stock." You know, he laughed and, you know, we joked around about Warren Buffett and all sorts of things. The interview had nothing to do with the job. He ended up, we ended it off there just talking about stocks. As soon as I left the, his, his office, I got a call saying, Hey, you know, you, you got it. You know, just <laughs> come in, come in next week. And I got the job. It was as easy as that. So you want to flow. You want to see big conversation that, that question of about, you know, tell me about yourself. That can literally lead to a job. You just have to be honest and be yourself.
0: Yeah. Great story and it really emphasizes that in an interview if you can control the conversation and make it go to where you want it it you can really show them certain things because you can't just go in an interview and tell them about a random scenario where you did well if it doesn't relate yeah. but if you can somehow tie it into right he couldn't have just gone into that interview and said i know a lot about stuff the guys could be like well this isn't counting for <laughs> right a microscope co- company but by asking the question by being a human, by getting the guy to laugh and sort of sidetracking the conversation, it kind of showed that, Hey, Andre is not just a robot. He's a human who, who has other interests and those other interests sort of add value because right. by being knowledgeable, again, he, Andre will interact with clients. And when clients see that he's a human that they can laugh at,
1: Yeah, right. That's what people want at the end of the day is a personable person. You know, you just want to be personable. That's it. So let's go back to mock interviews.
0: And I think that's really what will help you. If you don't have a lot of interview experience, mock interviews are the way to go. I would recommend taking, getting like a friend or two. You could even pay someone to do a mock interview. So, and there are a lot of, a lot of volunteer, I mean, nonprofits that sort of help with that stuff. And a mock interview, Will definitely help set the tone and definitely help you relax. Absolutely. In an, for
1: an interview. And what? Yeah, go ahead. Just like anything else, you know, you can practice all you want, but that's not always going to make you the best. You know, like if you do any sports out there, you know, you need to spar. That's exactly what a mock interview is. It's akin to sparring. So. You're going out there, it feels real. You're going to have someone putting you in a hot seat, asking very pressuring questions, and you answer them. So you need to have mock interviews. You can practice the questions in your head, like you said, but it's not going to come out the same. So do mock interviews over and over. Get different people who can ask you questions in different ways, and you'll be set once it comes interview time.
0: And also for the mock interview, especially for those of you with anxiety, this really helps you. It's really helps you prepare. It helps you mentally prepare. First, I would even recommend... you've been wearing what you would wear to the interview right right in a mock interview because sometimes mentally you set yourself in the setting wear the same exact things that you would normally wear or you have to be same exact but wear like a tie a dress shirt and have your person ask you questions the thing about mock interview there are different styles some i know when i did it I sort of went where you asked me a question, I answered, and then you were like, hey, you know what? You could have answered it differently. So you can either go for the Q&A, immediate feedback, or you can go for straight Q&A, and you go for like a 10 to 20 minute interview, and then you get feedback after. Either way is fine. It depends on your personality, what you like, but I would recommend trying something like that. But make
1: sure feedback is important. Feedback. And going along with feedback, make sure you record it. You know, record it uh, if you can videotape it even better. So then you can see certain mannerisms that you're doing and you can hear if you're making any mistakes, you're stammering, a lot of uh, ums, all that. So record it if you can only do audio fine, but try to get a video recording so you can see exactly how you look, you know, to the interviewer, you know, those who are, you know, in the interview room.
0: Yeah, the recording will definitely help because oftentimes I know I would move my hands a certain way. Sometimes you look at your eyes. Sometimes you kind of just see that your legs moving, your body language, how you're leaning forward. Remember, an interviewer <laughs> is looking. They don't know you, right? So they have to sort of assume things about you, and they're yeah. going to make assumptions based on your body language, based on your word choice, based on how you move your hands. Again, they're right. just, yeah. they just they're sort of looking for ways to eliminate you, and right. you sort of... Yeah. Don't want to give them anything.
1: Right. Even if it's not even an interview setting, just think about it. Like if you're on the street and someone's next to you, just like nervously. You yeah. Know, twitching. Twitching, you would, you would be alarmed too. You know, it creates a very awkward situation. So don't go into the interview. That's, that's what I mean by being personable. Just go in there, be yourself and try to break the ice, make your interviewer feel comfortable. And then it turns into a conversation. That's all you really need to do. Don't try to get rid of the nervous ticking. Don't, you know, make sure the tone is right. Okay. So for those of you
0: who actually struggle with the interviews and public speaking, I would highly recommend checking out a local Postmasters club. Postmasters is an international public speaking organization, especially in places like New York City. There are over 100 clubs. And the fact is, it's a place where you can safely work on your public speaking skills. And again, it's something you could put on your resume. So if people say, what do you do outside of work? Say, hey, I'm working on my public speaking skills. Because people love seeing people who are actively working on something. So always make sure that regardless of what you do, if you're actively working on something, something like public speaking, if you're working on something like programming, something, just anything that makes you more valuable in the workplace. Even if you say something like, hey, I'm actively taking CPR classes and they're going to say, why? Just say, hey, if there's ever an emergency situation at work, I can be prepared. Again, it just shows that you care and that you're actively working on something. something. Right. I agree. 100%. Let's see. So here's a common question that a lot of people don't like. I personally don't like it because people just don't get truthful answers, but it's a question that's asked. So what's your greatest weakness? So what what were your thoughts on how
1: to properly tackle this question? Yeah, it really is a silly question, but the reality is we're all, you know, we have our strong points and we have our weak points. Everyone does. So just, you know, look at yourself, be introspective for a second and Try to figure out what your weakness is and try to articulate it in a way that doesn't make you seem incompetent. So yes, everyone has weaknesses, but speak about it and speak about how you're trying to improve on that weakness. Don't just list the weakness and say, yeah, I suck at this. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to hear that.
0: And also when you list the weakness, make sure it's a weakness that won't really impact your ability to do the job. Right. Exactly. If you're working for a moving company and you say, hey, I have back issues, got back and, issues. And, yeah. I, and I hate physical activity. I hate lifting. Yeah, yeah. So if you're working for a moving company, just say, hey, I'm not the best at the computer, which (laughs) doesn't affect your ability to do the job. Same thing. If you're maybe an accountant, say, hey, I'm not the strongest presenter or if you're at this and also usually if you have a weakness, like for example, how I answer it is like, hey, I tend to be forgetful. So if I say I want to do something, so I forget. But what I do to tackle that weakness is I write it down. So again, it's showing that I have a weakness but then that I'm active, I have something to sort of combat the weakness. So just say I carry a notepad or a little notebook everywhere I go because at work, I realized early on my career that I would say these things and then forget. And people would ask, hey, what happened to that thing? Now, since I write it down, I work on. And again, right. you show that, okay, he has a weakness, but he he knows how to sort of handle it or work with it. Yeah, that
1: actually goes well with what you just mentioned, too. Because that one of the answers to the weaknesses what, that I personally gave was public speaking. And the re- the improvement that I I showed was Toastmasters. I said that because I I attended a few events. So, yeah, I used that. I said I'm I'm not good at public speaking, but I'm attending Toastmasters. And guess what? It created a conversation because almost no one knew what Toastmasters was at the time. So I had to explain it to them. They all thought it was cool. Conversation got the job just like that. And so, so back to it. I'm str- I can't stress this enough. Try to turn it into a conversation by speaking about. You know, improvements and answering the question in a way to lead them into a conversation.
0: Yeah. And again, how you know an interview went well is if it turns into a conversation where it's back and forth, but also remember that don't get too relaxed. Yeah. Right. Don't tell, don't say too many things like, hey, you know, I tend to come late on Monday morning because I'm partying on the weekend. Keep it, remember, it's still a professional setting. So turn it into a conversation, but turn it into a positive conversation and stick to more professional activity. Right. And again, remember there are some questions and there are some ways that employers sort of use against you in the sense that don't talk about your kids. Don't talk about any of the questions that they're not allowed to ask you. Don't, if you're older, don't mention your age, right? Don't say, Hey, I've been, because there's ageism in the workplace. There's ageism in interviews. So again, focus on the story, but use the stories to focus and sell your skills for every job. Always think about a struggle you've had. I think that's a common interview topic, right? Just, they always ask, what's the situation where you had a conflict, right? That's a con- So that question, how would you go about answering? If someone say, Hey,
1: what's the time you had conflict? Okay. So I've been asked that question a few times and you know, I had a same response that I've had issues where management necessarily, or not even management, just coworkers didn't really like my approach to a certain situation, even though I presented facts that it would be quicker and more efficient. So I handled it by just proving it. I, I did it my way. I showed them the results and they ended up adopting one of the money worksheets that I was working on. Just be honest, we all have struggles when we work. So just think of one and display it out for the boy when they
0: And look, you work with humans and no matter what, we yeah. even your best friend, you have disagreement. So the goal is just to show that, hey, look, when disagreements happen that you know how to answer it you know how to sort of approach it and it doesn't blow up into a huge fight that you guys can cooperate and figure out the best solution for example even if you can say hey i was wrong this time and i tried something new for example when i was part of a toastmasters club and there was a new president for the club he wanted to sort of implement some a new thing we we're doing things the old way and i personally wasn't a fan of the new way but you know what i said look let's try it see what happens and I use that answer and I said, look, the new way was so much better than the old way. So it kind of showed that, look, I was not stubborn, that I was okay with change. And again, it again shows growth that you're willing to experiment with things because oftentimes it's like you're there to add something new to the workplace. And if you're there and you can sort of change things, you can improve things. That's what you really want to do. Now, another thing about the, about interviews is you're selling yourself to them, but make sure that. They sell themselves to you. I think there's one thing. Make sure that they're saying, hey, these are the people you're going to work with. Right. This is your, if you were going to work, these are the offices that they show you other teams that they actually tour you because if they're not trying to sell yourself, they're really sort of,
1: do you sort of want to work for them? Right. It's very important. Very important. Like, and even if you already work for the company you should know how important this is because i've i've worked in many companies and i always found it weird when management you know they would interview people and tell us yeah we we just hired this person and we us the staff we didn't even meet them <laughs> like you know this is going to be our potential coworker and we didn't meet them you know that doesn't make sense because we're the ones working with them they need to we need to make sure that we can work with them before the management to be honest It was a weird situation. This is something that employers really need to start doing more often. If you interview someone, the interview went well or, you know, bring them, show them to the team, show them to the office. And after the person leaves, ask them how they felt about them. That's very important. Your team's input is extremely important. It's not just you that is hiring the person. It's everyone that's going to be working with this individual. So make sure to keep doing that.
0: And it shows sort of respect, right? Even if it shows that management actually considers your opinions. (laughs) they actually consider your opinions because there are sometimes your management does not even care and mm-hmm. it's just their way. And oftentimes their way isn't the best. So it's like the fact that management is actually showing shows that they're involved in the process because right.
1: you want to work at a place where you're involved and you have ownership. Absolutely. There was a company, I don't want to mention the name because you know it wasn't well, but I worked for a company. We didn't even know that they were interviewing people. We just came in and saw a new person. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we're like that that shouldn't happen. And the person turned out to not be the best. They were lazy. It was it was a nightmare. We just did not get along. It was a clash of personalities. And yeah, we, they just showed up. It just it wasn't done right. So please, employers, introduce the potential hire to your to your team.
0: And also another thing. So towards the end of an interview. A lot of times they're going to say, hey, do you have any additional questions? Make sure you have questions. Because (laughs) if you don't have questions, they're just going to assume, oh, this person doesn't care. You couldn't care. But again, they don't know what's going on inside their head. Right. You have to show them that you care.
1: Right. So ask good questions. So like, let, let's be real, you know, like there's always a question to be asked. So like, yeah. you, there's no way you can have zero questions.
0: Even if you know the answer, <laughs> right? <laughs> ask the question. <laughs> question. Because you know what? Even if you know the answer, you may get a different perspective. And again, it's your way to learn something. I would say always start off with don't ask what's the time frame of select. But kind of ask some things I know that work well is ask a question about what would make someone successful in the position so you say hey what are the skills that you've seen successful people in this position have had because again it shows that you care about the skills that you care about the position and that you're eager to
1: do well in the position so what are some good questions that you would recommend people ask One of the main things I used to ask a lot of the people that interviewed me was their experience with their job in the day to day. Like this is important. I want to hear from them what the job's all about, what they think about it, what they do on a daily basis. One of the main questions that I segue into off of this is is basically um and talk about ask them to talk about their most you know, interesting experiences on the job. This is important. Whatever it is, but, like if they've been working there for a long time, especially, they've come across some very interesting things, whether it's cases or, or you know, whatever the job is, or, you know, if, if it's contracting, I'm sure they had some stories about some homeowner that was great, you know, some something. It gives them the chance to talk about themselves and, you know, just to show your interest in the job and the interviewer themselves. So that's one of the questions I definitely ask.
0: This is a good psychological trick people love talking about themselves. right? So get them to talk about themselves and try to get them to talk about themselves in a positive light. So for example, I saw that you led this unit to how did you do it? And again, they're going to talk about a positive moment in their lives of how they accomplished something. So do some research on the interviewer. And again, before when you get the interview, ask who's going to be interviewing you. I think that's a mistake a lot of people make. Ask them. Because if you don't, you will sort of show up, and you show up sort of trying to just wing it to right. a certain extent. Any information you can get before the interview will help you. Yeah. So benefit you. Figure out who's going to interview. Do as much research as you can on the person. Where they worked before. Try to find some commonalities that you have. If you see, hey, they have some photos, or you figure out they went to the same high school, or they participated in the same sport or you did the same volunteer activity anything Humans are sort of tribalistic anything that sort of would put you in the same try be on the same team you're going to be working on the same team but you have to show them that you are already somehow in some way connected to them right again once you think about this in networking events once you find someone who you have a connection with it's just so much easier to have the conversation flow right which is true so is there anything at sort of towards the end that
1: you would, that people, that you would recommend people do? Yeah. You know, even after you ask the question, it's not quite over yet. You know, this, like I said, this, this is the minutiae we're giving you. This is the tiny details that really get you the job. Before you walk out of that interview, people, please make sure that you ask them for their business cards. Whoever's interviewing you, try to get their contact. This is important because it shows that, you know, Basically, you want to give them a thank you letter after the interview. You want to sort of reach out to them, thank them for their time. Thank you for taking time out of the day to interview you. And it just looks good. It shows that you're really thinking about this whole process. You're really really committed to getting this job. You're sending them a thank you email. So make sure you get the point of contact so you can do that.
0: And these little things can make a difference. Sometimes when there are two candidates who did a great job and one person sent the thank you letter, that may mean the difference. Look, it's not a guarantee because I've known places where they did not care about the thank you. They didn't really follow up. But then some people do care about it. And the fact is, it doesn't take too long. It only takes a minute or two. And generally, in a thank you letter, you say, dear, this person, I had a great conversation. Thank you. And highlight something from the interview that they taught you. Thank you for telling me about your interesting story. That's something I've never knew or that's I tell something you learned. And again, it doesn't have to be crazy. A few sentences and just say, hey, And keep it open-ended, like, hey, if you have any further questions, please feel free to contact me. Another thing I would recommend is get your own business card, even if it's just your name, your number, and your contact info. Because what I did for my interview is I had my resume printed, and I would recommend printed on good paper. So I would recommend, I think there's a brand on Amazon, Staples, Southward, 20 pounds. Get the 20-pound paper. It's heavier paper. Automatically, in a pile, it will feel different. I did a lot of career fairs, and the resumes that were thicker on better paper stood out. Remember, it, it may not guarantee you the job, but it's It'll only a few.
1: If it's a, only a few dollars. I've interviewed quite a few people, and none of them had that type of paper. I mean, yeah. You know, it's you know, it doesn't come across that much. So if you have it, you'll definitely stand out. And, and like Janine said, it's not you know necessarily going to get you the job but it's just another thing added to many other things that we've told you that'll just, you know, tip it at the odds in your favor.
0: Yeah. They'll just assume something positive. They'll just assume you care. You may not care more, right. but they'll assume <laughs> you care more. And okay. that's really all that's matters. That matters. If they assume you care more, that's what matters. And then the other thing is so send a thank you letter. Also, I would say a question to close the interview is, hey, when the person who's sort of making the decision, ask them, hey, when should I expect to hear back? So that way you understand. And Look, no matter how good you think the interview went, never ever stop interviewing for other positions. Never, no. because I've seen things go well. I've seen offers rescinded. Sometimes the budget doesn't get approved. Sometimes things happen, like the department head leaves, and they're they have a hiring freeze. So many things right. can happen.
1: So and, and, yeah, and, and just leading into what you just said about asking about the time frame, sometimes they won't even get back to you. Like certain certain some companies are just they're just like that. It's. It's, it's unfortunate for those interviewing, but they don't get back to you and they leave you in the dark. So just keep interviewing until you land yourself a position. You don't owe it to anyone. Keep yeah. even if you think the interview went perfect. Just keep interviewing for yeah. all the positions that you like.
0: Yeah, don't throw out interviews because you think you have it in the bag. Right again, until you're filling
1: out your social security number and the employee <laughs> form. The right. I believe the I direct deposit form. That's the that's the one everyone cares about. <laughs> until you're filling out that direct deposit form. Keep interviewing.
0: Yeah, and again, remember so really sell yourself. Really understand your yeah. strengths and weaknesses. Know what you bring to the table, and show them the conversation. Show them how, what you bring to the table, and it's really gonna it's really gonna help. And like I said, as you keep doing it, as you keep interviewing, it becomes so much easier. And eventually, it's just something you could do in your sleep. Now we went over how to prepare. Another thing a lot of people sort of ignore is what you wear. So. For example, this will specifically be focused on males, and we'll have another episode where we interview females, talk really go into what females should wear. So for males, one recommendation I would say is get a well fitting suit. And what a well fitting suit is, is me, it means it's neither too tight nor baggy. Get something in the middle. I would recommend get something that fits because automatically you don't want to be wearing your grandpa's suit. Right. That's super baggy. It's yeah, just,
1: you don't want that. Yeah.
0: And, I would recommend don't wear black suit. A lot of young people make this mistake, is black is meant for weddings and funerals. Right.
1: It's not a funeral.
0: <laughs> so don't give off that image. Mean, and like I said, it's not the end of the world, but anything that tips the odds in your favor, you should do. So a navy, a dark grey, even a light gray is okay. And I recommend a white shirt or a blue shirt. You know, wear a tie. Typically a solid tie is fine. I would recommend getting get a shoe shine. Again, it's a few dollars and Some good brands, I would say Cole Haan has some decent shoes that you could wear. If you want to go higher up, I would recommend Allen Edmonds. The Fifth Avenue or Park Avenue are great interview shoes. And like I said, they're just good shoes in general to wear at different events. So do that. Uh, What other things would you recommend that you see sort of people mess up
1: when wearing something to an interview? Yeah, just like you said, you know, too baggy. You know, it, it never looks good. You know, if you're a bigger guy, do not wear, you know, Shoot that suit that's too tight or, you know, too baggy as well. It just it just doesn't look good. So focus on that. Let's see.
0: Make sure you're you zip up your pants. again, like I said, sometimes you <laughs> use the bathroom before an interview. Yes, yeah, but important things. The small things, like I said, it'll be something they chuckle at, like, hey. Yeah, yeah. You funny. may still get the job, but
1: like I said, right. don't don't go on YouTube. If you don't know how to tie a tie, don't feel embarrassed. A lot I know a lot of people out there don't know how to tie a tie. Yeah. If you haven't had to wear one, you know, to go to work, it's it's understandable that you don't yeah. know how to tie one. But I promise you, it's easy. There's tons of uh, YouTube tutorials. I used one myself when I was learning how to tie a Windsor or not. So, yeah, learn how to tie your knot efficiently. You make sure it looks good. It doesn't look messy. These are the little things. So, yeah. You know what? We'll create a video on YouTube on how to tie a tie.
0: It's, Absolutely. It's yes.
1: A, yes. We'll create a video. And,
0: yeah, so I think these are some small things. And like I said. All these things, these are the small things. You do You buy all these things. You're in a much better position than someone who's just sort of winging it. A lot of people I see are just winging interviews, mm-hmm. right? They may just wear some nice clothes, mm-hmm. but that's it. But also, I would recommend, so a suit is definitely the way to go. But in some cases, it may be a little too much depending on the environment. So kind of figure out. Typical offices, a suit is fine. But sometimes in where they're wearing jeans... You can just get away with maybe without wearing a jacket, just some dress pants and a shirt. Yeah. Usually you'll never go wrong with that. It really depends, research the company, but typically that works for almost anything. Yeah. But I would recommend in general you should go one step above what they normally wear to the office. So if they wear their business, what is a business form or whatever? Yeah. They wear the suit. If they're business casual, again, just go one step above. Just to show that you care. And again, you want to look your best because Human, they judge based on your looks. And yeah. if you're, make sure your hair, your beard is groomed, right. that'll make a difference. If you you know, get get a haircut, because it makes a difference. Mentally, it also, you can also exactly. use it. There are studies done that even getting a haircut, people sort of view you differently. So you, <laughs> yeah. again, and you sort of view yourself differently. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure when you get a good haircut, it makes a difference. Yeah. So get a haircut, get anything that you need to.
1: Yep. Uh, Hygiene is important. Make sure you smell good. Yeah. So like important. I said,
0: it's nothing complicated, but these are, once you do all these things, you just want them to make sure that, Hey, you know what? We call this guy and we made the right decision to call this guy.
1: Right. Yep. Absolutely. Speaking about dress codes and those of the such. This is a very important, somewhat touchy subject, uh, for all, for everyone out here that has long hair or dreadlocks. If you're wondering if you can, if you should cut your hair or not, depending on the job, In the setting, just like Janaya said, some are more acceptable than others. But if you're deciding to keep it, make sure it is well groomed, which means it's not—it's tied back, and you know whatever you can do. If you get shape ups, get that. But make sure you're well groomed; everything is neat and very concise. You don't have to necessarily cut your hair if your job doesn't—you know—call for it. Such as you know, delivery drivers. I see a lot of times still have their long dreadlocks, or you know, even anyone have long hair. So just make sure. Everything is good. Back to what Janai was saying. Okay. So now, you know, we went over a lot. Let's go, let's sort of recap. Let's
0: tie it, close this, but kind of go into the don'ts of an interview. What are some like bad things you've seen in an interview that just sort of make someone put them in the, in the do
1: not hire list? Do not hire list. It's the absolute do not is during an interview or even in a work setting in general. Do not get into politics or religion. It's an absolute no go. Don't do it. Yeah, it's just too risky. It's a sensitive topic.
0: Again, it's not appropriate for an interview. It's not... Even in the workplace, you should just generally avoid those topics because yeah. it's just... You You don't know how people react and it's...
1: Yeah. Like, people will definitely... It either, can only lead to conflict if you think yeah. about it. If it's about, if it's about religion... And that person is also in your religion. What's the conversation really about? It's really someone in a different religion and you guys start clashing and it's and don't be the guy that preaches. Yeah. yeah, I
0: had that in my last workplace, and trust me, no one wanted to talk to him because everything was about religion. And it's like you can't even have a conversation with the guy. And right. no one talked to him, right? <laughs> they really avoided him. Yeah. And again, so don't do that in an interview politics again. Same thing, don't do that. And another thing is, so don't badmouth your last employer. A lot of employers suck. But
1: <laughs> it's, the truth. Th-
0: it's not the place to talk about it during the interview. If they say, hey, why'd you leave your last job? I say, look, growth, Broke. a different challenge, different direction. Talk about more positive. Don't yeah. talk about how you sort of learned everything and you want a new challenge. Talk about how you want to do something different. Don't say, hey, my manager sucked. My yeah, coworkers right. sucked. The pay wasn't right. Oh. oh. Yeah. I mean, look, it's definitely a valid reason. <laughs> right, I don't understand reason, yeah. why it's not. But look, this is just the reality of how HR kind of sees it. And look, you just have to play the game. So play the game, play it well. And then, you know, when you get to a position, just change the rules. Right. What are some other things you've seen that sort of hurt people during an interview? Oh, don't show up late.
1: Please don't show up late. Yeah. Don't show up late at all. Try to be there early. Yeah. It doesn't really catch a storm, right? So get there as early as you can. It gives you time to relax, lower your heart rate, and think. If you're rushing, you don't have time to think. You're thinking about getting there on time. And yeah. by the time you get to the interview,
0: yeah, you're going to be sweaty. sweaty you're going to be
1: nervous. You what what is even going on. It's, it's a mess. It can, it can be a nightmare for you. So have, you know, if it takes you an hour to get to the interview site, then a lot, an hour and a half, two hours, and get there early. Yeah. It's, get there early get,
0: bring a book bring, bring something snack, oh whatever. another thing is some people forget bring get one of those like pad folios where you can have your resumes you can have everything and yes. one thing i did with my when i interviewed is i had the padfolio. i had my resume and i had like a paper clip with my business card attached right again it's these little things, little things. it's interview is all about presentation and you only have one shot sometimes you have Several rounds of interview, but your goal is to either get hired through that interview or get the next round of interview. So anything that helps with your presentation, that right. makes you look more professional, that will set you apart. Yep. They're gonna be like, hey, remember when they're discussing? You'd be like, hey, the guy that bought in the paper clips, he was very well mannered, very professional. There's something about him. Right,
1: right. Yeah. The reality is, yeah, you can pull the resume out in your backpack and you know, the business card out in your back pocket, but it doesn't look as good as having it all together in the portfolio. And the reality is you can use that thing forever. You buy it one time, it's not something you have to keep buying. You buy it once, you only use it really during interviews. There you go, you have it, you have it forever. Yeah. So borrow it from a friend, borrow it from a friend if you can, you gotta split the cost. Like, it, you can do it anyway, so there's no reason not to. So definitely invest in that and yeah, it's a little things.
0: Yeah, let me see, I've seen, treat everyone with respect in the interview, even the secretary, sometimes they ask, hey, how's this guy? During the when you greeted him, everybody you don't know. It's very important. Guys. I've seen people just get eliminated just by how they treated someone in in the front. They how they treated the security guard again.
1: And that, you don't. That's a good employer, right there. See, they they asked the staff that interacted with the, with the person there, the interviewee, who was how that person was. Like that's a decent employer.
0: So when you show up early, you have maybe ten to thirty minutes. Use that time to sort of breathe, take some deep breaths. Sort of get in the zone. Visualize the questions you're going to answer. When you go to the interview, shake their hand. Say, hey, my name is Janiad. How's your day so far? Start the interview strong. Look at at. Yeah, Because yeah. confidence yes. will make or break you. If you're not confident about your answer, they're yeah. just not going to assume good things. When you're confident about your skills and abilities, it will completely sell you apart. Because ultimately, if you don't believe in yourself. That sort of signals some negative things. So now let's go into,
1: okay, the day before the interview, the night before, what would you recommend? The night before, it might sound weird, but you shouldn't be doing anything really. I mean, if you have an interview, unless it's really, really short, you know, notice and you have it like the next day, you should have kind of been preparing for this a week prior or uh, that's usually, you know, prior to yeah. week prior. How, how, as soon as you found out you had interviewed, you should begin researching and looking into it so that you can feel comfortable the night before to just do, you know, a quick review of what you've already been you know looking at this all the entire time and just relax because it's important you need to be relaxed and get a good night's sleep this is important you don't want to be there wake up late first of all you're tired you're rushing to the interview you can't talk to, to the, the people in the building that you we were just talking about it just it can lead to a disaster so the night before review a little bit relax nice dinner get to bed early you want to be in a good mood a good place to carry that over into the next morning.
0: And I really want to emphasize getting a good night's sleep. A good night's sleep will be the difference between having a good conversation of you at your best versus you not being at your best. Again, when you get a good night's sleep, you're more witty, you're quicker, your memory is better. So just do everything you can to put tip the odds in your favor. Get the good night's sleep and really set yourself apart. So I think that's it. Hopefully this was helpful for you guys again remember we're going to be having more episodes really going into even further detail on specific questions even specific jobs how you sort of interview please leave a review you can always reach out to us nodroovi.com contact us page we're here to help you guys and we want you to find a job that supports your dreams supports your lifestyle so you can live
1: the life that you want thanks for listening I hope Janiad and I were able to help you understand some of the major and minor improvements you can make when preparing for an interview. Feeling nervous is normal. If you prepare using our tips, you will do just fine. Any questions or comments, feel free to refer to our article on nodegree.com titled, How to Prepare for an Interview. You can leave a comment directly on the article and one of us will surely get back to you. As I always say, we are here to help everyone. No Degree no problem yeah so them. you got no degree no problem no problem any problem we can solve we them. LinkedIn this Linked insomnia keeps us evolving growing in and knowing wisdom is flowing if you didn't know now you know where i'm going You didn't know, now you know Let's sing that again, everybody No degree, no problem Any problem, we can solve them Linked insomnia keeps us evolving We're growing in the knowing The wisdom is flowing If you didn't know, now you know where I'm going no degree, no, no problem. problem Any problem, we the can problem. solve them. LinkedIn insomnia keeps, keeps us evolving We're growing yeah. in the knowing The wisdom is flowing If you didn't know, now you, you know, know where I'm going, going. Yeah.